My name is Luke, and this is a KNN Quickie. Just about two months ago, I got to page 335 of Juno Diaz's book, The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde, and put the book down feeling amazed. His writing took me by surprise. It was not like anything I had ever read in my life, and I enjoyed the challenge. Probably a bit too much, because that afternoon, I purchased Drown, and This Is How You Lose Her. And after reading both of those, I can confidently say that I love Juno Diaz. This is books. I usually don't just pick up books here and there without doing a little research into who wrote them. I like to know who I am reading, the voice that I am reading. And with the internet being as advanced as it is these days, it really isn't that hard to do that. I looked into Juno's life and was a little surprised to find out he really isn't that stand-up of a guy. He's kind of an asshole. Now, please hear me out, because I don't usually just call people assholes other than the time Twitch made fun of me for liking the Star Wars prequels. But other than that, I take my asshole accusations very seriously, and I tend to do a lot of research into why I am calling you an asshole. So why am I calling Juno Diaz, the author who I purchased three of his books and adore, and recommend to all my friends, an asshole? Well, the answer is simple, because there's a difference between art and the artist. So let me start by talking about the artist. In this case, I've already spoken about Juno Diaz, and I bet most of you don't even know who that is. So let's talk about some people you do know. Michael Jackson. I'm not going to claim accusations that he did anything behind closed doors. I'm not one of those guys. But what he did outside those doors were enough to make some people turn their heads away from his art and his craft. Bill Cosby. He was kind of a creepy guy. We don't have to pretend that he wasn't. Tom Brady. To many, he was an icon. To many, he was a cheater. Ben Roethlisberger. Sorry if I butchered that name, football fans. Twice he was accused of sexual assault. I think that's pretty heavy. Steve Jobs. Rest in peace, you genius, but you're also kind of a jerk. Alright, now I'm going to stop that, because those names just came to me. I didn't have to think too hard to bring up those names, and that kind of makes me sad. And I'm sure that if I put a little more thought into it, I could have dozens more names for you. But all these household names are also creeps. But this, to me, is where the line gets drawn. You can't get a household name without putting some work into it. Whether you know Michael Jackson from Jackson 5 or his solo work, you know him. And if I started playing Billie Jean on my phone, you would probably start tapping your foot. And if you didn't, I'd be worried about the lack of joy you held in your heart. But nevertheless, you know him. And for that brief moment while Billie Jean is playing, you've separated his art from who he is. This is also where things get really tough. Of course, you don't want to support someone who has sexual allegations against him or her, but a lot of times you don't have a choice because you like watching football, and you aren't going to stop because four out of the thousands of players are jerks, creeps, or screw-ups. Or the other reason is because you don't know because you don't put the research in and you just like their books. Good on you if you're one of those people. The point I'm trying to get at is that we don't really have the right to judge these people. None of us are above them, nor do we have any right to judge them on making some mistakes or doing something stupid. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Okay, Bible jokes aside, I can honestly say that I will still read Junot Diaz's books. He had a new children's book published recently, and I would love to go check that out. Michael Jackson has stretched across almost 10 Spotify playlists I have. I have Boston blood in me, I will always root for the Patriots, and it's because art and artist are two separate beings. 
I feel like there was this unspoken rule that when a book is published or a movie premiered or a song released or a game won, that the artist has the final say. But that is so untrue. Why do you think fan theories exist? Why do you think people talk about books, songs, movies, or even games when they come out? Because so much is left for us, the consumer, to decide what it means. That's where the line gets drawn, honestly. Yes, it sucks that most of these people are jerks and creeps. And as far as I can think, and that's not much, there isn't a solution to this problem. We can't stop supporting artists that we appreciate their art. And I don't expect you to stop supporting artists that you respect their art. Love art, that's fine, that's the reason why it's there. But also remember that there are a load of good artists out there. I'm gonna name some of my I'm gonna name some of my favorite people here. I don't know if they've ever been accused of anything or convicted of anything, but I'm gonna list their names. And I want you to close your eyes. Oh, uh, please not if you're driving or doing anything that requires you to look. But if you can, close your eyes. And see if any of these names spark a reaction from you. And if it does, just take a moment to appreciate them for what they have given you. The art. And yes, I said given, like a gift. The art is yours now. Take it and do what you will with it. But separate it from the artist. Because once they've given the art to us, it's now ours, not theirs. Okay, here goes. Hans Zimmer. George R. R. Martin. Barbara Parks. The Beatles. Timothy James Worthington. Seth MacFarlane. Brian Konitzko. Michael Dante. Drake Bell. Josh Peck. Helen Mirren. J.R. Tolkien. Ryan Reynolds. J.K. Rowling. Daniel Radcliffe. Anne Murray. George Lucas. Steven Spielberg. I can honestly go on and on, but that wouldn't be a quickie. Again, I'm not sure if these people are good in their hearts, but their art and their craft has touched us all, I'm sure, and touched us in different ways. So the next time you hear about a scandal in the news about your favorite artist, take it with a grain of salt. Remember where you were the first time you heard their song or saw their movie. And take a second to remember them for the craft and the art that they have given you. And then after you're done with that, turn the news off. It's never done anything good for you anyway. Now I should get going. Twitch is watching Interstellar outside the office, and I think some of the music wound up in this podcast. See you next week. Okay, that was really, really, really fun to make. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it, uh, as I do with every episode of the podcast. Uh, this kind of was inspired, like I said at the beginning, when I was just reading his book and uh, was fascinated and wanted to find out a little bit more about it. And so I wound up delving really deep into the world of art and artists. And I hope that you guys can respect my opinion on it. And uh, if you don't, that's fine too. This week's podcast was written by me, Luke Westcott, and it was also edited by me. The song that plays throughout is A Night of Dizzying Spells by Eric Skiff. The song that you are hearing right now is Daybreak by Electric Mantis. And the song that you heard at the end there during the emotional part was called Stay by Hans Zimmer. Not the Interstellar theme song, which is what uh, the YouTube video says it is. It is not that. You can find us on Twitter at KNNerds. You can find us on Facebook at KnowNothingNerds or Facebook.com forward slash KnowNothingNerds. You can also email us at KnowNothingNerds at gmail.com. Please join us next week when we discuss some random stuff. Thanks, everyone. Have a good week.